What's up guys, welcome to TechLink um, episode whatever. Recording this on Sunday the 19th of April at 7.54pm. I'm um, just going to talk about uh, the laptop, how it's been to use it, and um, a few of the new sort of releases. Uh, especially OnePlus and uh, Apple with their new devices that just came out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty packed, um, to be honest. Um, I thought it would be, you know, a, maybe a little bit more tranquil with this whole situation, but brands are still releasing devices and stuff still going on in the background. So, yeah, um, I'm currently working on getting evidence out to Cambridge so I can see the grading um, and see uh, whether we get grades somehow. I believe Friday is the deadline for all work, so I'm currently working on an essay, which I am super late on, but... I can be as late as Friday and still hand it in, so technically I'm fine. But, yeah, um, I don't really have the best record of sort of getting things done early. I tend to leave things to the last minute. I'm pretty bad sort of procrastinator, uh, especially when sort of the topic or the essay or the, the thing is quite important and, you know, crucial to something. I tend to, like, try to forget about it and uh, do it um, in... To the last minute, which isn't a great habit. I hope to sort of outgrow that as things become a lot more important, a lot more serious, but so far that hasn't been the case, fortunately. I'm still here doing that um, and talking to you guys, I suppose. Um, if you hear any background noise, um, I am sort of recording in a pretty noisy environment right now, but um, should be fine. Anyway, um, the laptop, um, it's been quite good. Uh, I'm not going to say it's been flawless, because it hasn't been flawless. Um, if you recall from the last podcast, I did get the Yoga C940 for around 10,000 RMB. Um, I got a stand for it uh, to sit on my desk uh, a little bit higher than sort of the, the flat table. I got the MX Anywhere 2S mouse, um, which actually has worked extremely well. It's not as big as my G502, um, which I use strictly for gaming, and we'll talk about gaming in a while. Um, but it's a really good mice, uh, mouse uh, for everything else, and it's really comfortable, even though it's a bit small. And I did consider going for the MX Master, or just the MX Master 3, I think it's called. But I decided against it. It was uh, way too expensive. And the NX Anywhere 2 looked like a good deal. So I picked that up um, alongside a pretty big mouse pad from LG, LG Logitech as well, which is comfortable. So I was rocking a sort of faux mouse pad, sort of a cloth, um, which worked fairly well, but obviously it wasn't the same. I have a really good looking, good feeling mouse pad. It's, it's quite fast. Uh, slides the mice, the mouse sort of skids along it pretty well, and it's really useful for 
dragging things around and I don't know, it's just a lot more comfortable. Also picked up a wireless uh, mechanical keyboard um, from Royal Clutch, the RK61. Um, I saw it recommended in a video by TechSource, I believe, um, the YouTuber who does mainly PC things, I guess. Anyway, he reviewed it uh, a while ago, and it looked pretty good for the price. Uh, it was cheaper on Taobao, on Chinese, Amazon, so I picked it up, and it's worked really great. I don't know if you can hear it. Let me just put the mic so you can hear this. Yeah, so it's, it's a true mechanical keyboard, um, which is great. Um, it feels great in the hands to type on. It, it is a little bit slippery, but I got used to it. Um, over a few hours doing, I think I did a whole essay on this, um, on Philip Larkin, I think, yeah, I did an essay on Philip Larkin just on the keyboard, and it felt pretty good, it felt really cushy, and uh, I think I spoiled my fingers, because every time I go back to my laptop keyboard, for whatever reason, they just, just feels like crap, so, yeah, and it's got backlighting as well, uh, single color, blue, uh, it's blue on white, uh, the the actual color is white. The build quality is pretty good. It's nice and sturdy, which I like. Uh, it also charges by USB-C, so I have one cable for everything. I could, I mean, no, I technically have two cables because my setup is sort of I have my laptop with its charger basically on all the time because I haven't taken it anywhere. Obviously, I haven't gone to school, uh, which, by the way, school does start on Monday, next Monday. So I'll I'll take my laptop and we'll see the battery life really, um, we'll really see the battery life of the laptop once I take it on a full school day, um, one of the last days of school. See, I'm only gonna go there for three days because that's all the days that there are left. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, but yeah, we'll test out the battery because I'll be probably writing essays, um, watching content, uh, doing stuff like that. So. Yeah, but anyway, I I uh I digress. The keyboard is pretty good. Um, it's great to have on a desk. Feels comfortable. What can I say? It's the first time I have tried a mechanical keyboard, and it feels really good. Um, so I'm happy. Um, the laptop itself. Now, I did think there was an issue with it. Um, because late at night, um, the screen would get sort of these red lines all over it and even you know when you dimmed it to lower brightness it would um yeah it would get these aberrations these red aberrations over like videos and stuff like that but then i figured out the culprit was actually flux now if you don't know what flux is it's in it's an app that is what's well, a windows program that is essentially um sort of gives you a, a nice sort of a sepia tone to the screen when it's closer to night time so you you know so blue light doesn't hit you um and i had that installed the first couple of days and i got aberrations but they were caused by flux so no i don't have that installed and it's been perfectly fine it's a 4k uh, ips panel touch enabled it looks delicious um yeah, and delicious, yeah. It looks great. Um, 4K content looks great. I've been watching things at 4K, and they look great. So, really happy with the panel. Uh, on this Yoga, another thing I've been really happy with is the sound. 
Um, this comes with a full Dolby Atmos tuned soundbar, which sort of follows the yoga as it sort of turns into tent mode or tablet mode. You'll always get great sound, and the soundbar is really good. I mean, it is it's hitting my face essentially um, every time a video comes on. So this sounds great, and it's got decent bass for a laptop, and the highs are kind of there. Uh, they're a little bit faded, but it's got good mids as, um, as well. Especially when listening to music, it's come in handy, and content sounds great. Podcasts sound great. Um, so yeah. Uh, the sounds great. Um, the actual keyboard, as I say, I haven't really have had much time to try the keyboard because I've been typing on a mechanical keyboard. But the little time I had uh, with the keyboard, I thought it was decent. Um, I'd say it's better than my XPS. A lot more travel, although not not a huge amount. Um, and it's kind of like a ThinkPad keyboard without the cushiness of a ThinkPad keyboard. It's got everything else. Obviously, it doesn't have the nipple, but or the little nubbin, or whatever it's called, the red dot, but, um, it's got the shape of it, and most, like, the layout is basically the same and everything, it's just that it doesn't have the cushiness, there's a lot more travel, or significant more travel in the ThinkPad keyboard, um, but, as, as I say, uh, I use a mechanical keyboard, a 60% mechanical keyboard, so I don't really, uh, care so much for the keyboard, the design is interesting because um, I got a special version. I got the top-end model with 16 gigs of RAM and a terabyte SSD. And it, it's got some weird patterns on the side and then sort of the, the back, the, the lid. It's got a, a, a special edition design, which looks kind of interesting. It's really oriental and looks pretty good, but it does pick up a lot of fingerprints. Unfortunately, that's a pretty big issue um, but apart from that it feels great uh, the one-handed opening isn't really a thing I thought it would be um, but it sort of struggles not that that's a big deal but I just thought I would mention that um, and then the construction overall is pretty good I mean it's metal it's sturdy um, like I said it's a pretty firm laptop and it'll be great for the next uh, four or five years at least um definitely will get me through college um and through um yeah through through college mainly and probably into work life hopefully i don't know um but that's the plan and then again plans don't always go as planned so we'll see what happens um but yeah Jeff, that's the laptop now um Gaming. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I did plan on getting a or an eGPU for this and a monitor for this laptop. Um, if I didn't mention it, then well, I am still planning to do that. In terms of which one, um, I think I've settled on the Akidio node for the best eGPU enclosure. If you don't know what this is, look it up. And well, an eGPU. For those of you who are not versed is essentially a GPU, a graphics processing unit, a graphical processing unit, um, that connects via Thunderbolt 3. Your laptop has to have Thunderbolt 3 for this to work. Uh, it connects via Thunderbolt 3 via an enclosure, so you can't just connect the GPU directly to the laptop because there's no ports to connect it through. Uh, so you, you, you fit any, a GPU into an enclosure, 
and then connect that enclosure via Thunderbolt 3 to your laptop and then you have the graphics power of whatever card you have put inside the enclosure so yeah that's roughly how it works um the external monitor i've read and it is actually quite important to have from what i've seen uh, because if not there's a sort of bottleneck because the laptop has to or the gpu has to sort of put or send the signal um to wait i'm gonna confused here anyway it's a bottleneck because it has to do two things at the same time provide graphical power and display the image on your own laptop screen which you know it it's putting more load on it so it's better to have an external monitor and the gpu enclosure usually comes with another thunderbolt 3 or an hdmi apt so you can connect uh, an external monitor which is good and i am thinking of getting one probably a fairly small one um, not a big, big monitor, so this has to be able to travel to the UK. Um, well, hopefully. We don't know how the situation is there. Uh, it's not looking great, but all you UK listeners, stay safe. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. Um, anything else? Alright, let's talk about phones for a bit. Um, yeah, phones, why not? So, I, I am still in the works of getting a flagship phone um i have a budget for here's the thing here's where it becomes complicated because i have a budget for egpu and phone so i have to fit it in fit both of these things in a 7000 rmb budget which sounds like a lot and it is a lot uh, on paper it, it's, a, it's a decent amount that i've given myself but um to get you can't really get both good a good phone and a good eGPU for that price. So I've sort of had to improvise. Um, now the current setup is this, and the current plan is this. Um, the OnePlus 8, the non-pro version, uh, is the phone that I would get, and that's 4,000 RMB uh, here in China, which I think is a bit pricey for what you get, but I'll discuss the OnePlus series later. Um, then you also have... Um, the Akidio node, which is about a thousand five hundred. Then you have the cheapest component of this all, the graphics card. Now I've, I had to compromise in the graphics card because I don't. I mean, I don't need four K gaming or even fourteen forty P gaming. I don't need the highest resolution. I just need to be able to run ten eighty P high. Um, that'll suit me. I know the panel can do you know four K, but I don't need four K. And the monitor that I output to is not going to be 4K. So I went for the RX 480. None of this has been bought, by the way. It's just sort of been laid out and planned. The Radeon RX 480, uh, which is a great um, value GPU that can do 1080p gaming at high settings and even 1440p at low or medium settings with decent FPS on both resolutions. So that's probably what I'm going to go for. And that is about 500 um, RMB, thereabouts. And then the monitor, that leaves very little space for the monitor. Because if you think about them, just do some calculations here real quick. Real-time calculations. Because if I, have, if I have thought this through, uh, well, that only leaves... The minus 1,000... 500 minus 500 
Okay, so that only leaves about a thousand for a monitor. Uh, now a thousand RMB for a monitor is not great. It really isn't great. It's it's about a hundred dollars or so. Um, so that limits me to about fifteen point six inch ten eighty p HDR monitors, um, which, like I said, is not great. And the budget is unstretchable. It's not like I can. You know, go for one thousand two hundred RMB or one thousand seven hundred or something like that. It's a thousand and a thousand flat. So I'm I'm sort of struggling here to find a good decent monitor um, for a thousand RMB that isn't going to be trash. Or else, what's the point of playing games? Um, and it's not like we have any monitors lying around here. So that's an interesting dilemma. Um, thinking of reducing the phone and just getting a. Redmi K30 Pro, uh, which is a, a budget flagship. Um, and the OnePlus 8 is a budget flagship, but the Redmi K30 Pro is an even more budget flagship. Thinking of getting the Realme X50 Pro 5G, which is about 500 RMB cheaper than the OnePlus 8 uh, normal, so it'll be about 3,500 RMB, but then I don't like the software experience. And it's a whole process. Um, I did think about just scrapping gaming and just going for cloud gaming, but I feel like that's not very effective. It's not sort of it's not mature enough in twenty twenty. Um, you know, I tried Stadia; it wouldn't even work on my connection with the VPN. It, I tried uh, GeForce Now, and it worked really horribly. Uh, it worked at seven sixty eight low, so that that should tell you. Um, and yeah, maybe it might work differently in the UK. It might work better, but. You know, I don't want to take that risk um, and go for cloud gaming. It's either this, eGPU, and a monitor, or nothing. And I've tried until Iris Plus on one of my favorite games, Holdfast. And, it, I mean, you know, I can run on 720p low and get mm, 50 FPS. So, that, I mean, that's not really, maybe 40, less than 60, definitely. So, that's not really um, a viable option if I want a game. So that's that's the situation. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on what actually happens. Um, and when I do receive things, I'll do like sort of these sort of reviews, uh, quick sort of spoken reviews. Um, but yeah, that's that's gonna be wrap it. I'm gonna can't speak. That's gonna wrap it up for today's episode. Uh, a bit later of an upload, um, but there it is. Uh, Leave my email, like always, in the description. Um, share it with your friends, blah, blah, blah. And I'll catch you in the next episode of the TechLink Podcast.